0: This is and then you are listening to Breathe In, a Cystic Fibrosis Podcast presented by the Boomer Esiason Foundation and GunnarSiason.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a Cystic Fibrosis Podcast are that of Gunnar Esiason, Leah Ferrone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunner and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. Hi,
1: everyone. It's Leah Farone, and I'm joined with my lovely co-hosts. Gunnar Sison and Tiffany Rich, as always.
0: Hello. Today,
1: today we are going to talk about um, CF friendships. Since Gunnar wrote a blog on this earlier this week, I read it, Tiff read it. Um, now we know Gunnar actually likes us, because before that, we were questioning it. You know? Oh, I was, okay. I was questioning it. I didn't know. <laughs> but, Tiff, do you want to start us off this week on your CF friendships and
2: what they've meant to you. I feel like I've built a lot of friendships uh, over the past couple of years since I did that whole Taylor Swift thing. A lot of uh, sisters in Fibros, if we wanna go punning, um, have (laughs) followed me and I follow them back and I just see their stories and you communicate through the social media since we can't be together. Uh, in the same building, you know, or six feet apart. You know,
0: yeah, because of the cross-infection. So, like, for those who may not yeah. know what cross-infection is, obviously, you know, it's not obvious, but cross-infection is something that we deal with in cystic fibrosis since we're harboring bacteria in our lungs. And we can, in theory or, I guess, in reality, we can give each other different bacterial infections based on close proximity and contact.
2: Yeah, so that's bad. We yes. don't want to give each other Very germs. Bad. No. Because we don't need more germs than we have. <laughs> I already have
1: enough. <laughs> don't really want either of yours. Sorry.
2: No, it's cool. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I have any in my lungs. You, anymore.
1: you don't. You're like germ free now.
2: <laughs> I yes. have yeah, just the sinuses please. and. Post yeah. transplant but hey, post transplant life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I feel like I've built a lot of friendships, and it's been really awesome to, especially pre transplant, when I was going through so much. I got to talk to others that went through transplant or were pre-transplant, and it helped kind of get the information that I needed or, you know, just having someone there. And Leah helped me so much through that process.
0: Yeah, well, you two are the (laughs) ultimate CF friends, obviously creating a brand out of your friendship.
1: Yeah, (laughs) essentially. That wasn't our goal of becoming friends. I mean, we became friends naturally. Yeah, just kind I'm of evolved, gonna create a brand you know?
0: with you. Let's become friends. Like, right. okay, that's why that I reached was out. That
1: actually why that was, I it
2: into both of your DMs because just to create brand. I was create. I was trying to create a brand. You know. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> Expand your yeah, brand.
2: But Just being like being able to have her, to vent to, and or yeah, that helps a lot. Just say you know because she knew what I was going through when you have someone that knows what you're going through, it's so much easier to just get like, breathe in a way. <laughs> just, yeah. say, you know, um, no, that's true. But it's, mean, it is
1: true. It's hard. It's hard going through all of those like scary situations. And, you know, not having people physically there in your life that know how you feel. I mean, I think a lot of my friends and my family, they try to put themselves in my shoes as much as they can and try to Relate to me, but they're never really going to know how I actually feel. And there's a lot of things I hide from them, you know, like I keep a lot of it to myself. Like, oh, I might have coughed up blood this morning, but am I going to go tell everyone that I'm friends with? No. You know, I might be having a bad lung day, but am I going to tell all my friends that or my family that? No. You know, it's just you kind of get used to going about your life and keeping it to yourself and trying to, I guess, like be the bigger person in a sense. Like, yeah you know it just becomes part of your routine or at least it's became part of mine you know yeah so having someone there that understands how i feel is it it helped me a lot
0: i didn't know i needed it oh yeah it, harder, so. it, it, those feelings it, right you're, you're definitely right you know i think there's there's definitely things that uh you know i probably let's put it this way you you don't you're not going to share every single intimate detail about your life no. with your your disease with somebody that doesn't know what you're gonna what you're really talking about because they don't live with it themselves. You know, right. I think it's you know, you're not gonna you don't wanna have to sit there and explain what it feels like to, uh, you know, burst a plug or like, you oh, know, right. pop through uh you know, a, just an inflammation in your lungs or something like that. You know, it's not those are like I guess different little things that are, are very hard to are, Articulate to somebody who who's, who has not gone through it. I mean, I know I have a hard time articulating some of my own symptoms to my doctor because I know my doctor doesn't doesn't know what it totally feels like to have blocked airways. You know, it's a very it's a very weird thing to talk about with somebody who's never gone through it. And I think that having friends with you know other people that know what what's going what you're going through, you know, other people with CF in your life that know what you're going through is it's very. Uh, It's a very helpful thing, and and really it's a very new thing because of the advent of of social media. I mean, back in the old days, there were the CF camps and things like that, but...
1: Did either of you ever do any of them?
0: No, No. I'm I'm too young for that.
1: Okay, I didn't think so because i never did one i remember hearing about him a little bit in clinic when i was really little
0: yeah I think but i was right. too
1: little to really take part in them
0: oh. well you two know. you two like the old women here i'm i'm the, I'm the young gun yeah. you I mean, know
1: the old, i was the ultimate old woman for halloween so yes you were yes you were My My amazing age. you know yeah. <laughs> like, you only know, like, went to a party for an hour and then peacing out yeah it was pretty fit
0: yeah the cf like <laughs> no <laughs> i i think like back on job here the the the, the new thing is is the social media, right? That's how you connect with people, and right. and now with Skype, like we're doing right now, and you know Snapchat and Instagram and all those things, you, you can actually see somebody and feel like you're talking to them in person. Exactly. Right. That's right. not something that people would see have had so many years ago because as soon as they started to develop the cross infection rules and the guidelines and stuff like that the cf camps went away things became a lot more strict in a strict in in clinic you know when i go to cf clinic it's it's like you see somebody else with cf in clinic and you're like you're trying to like x them out you know like like, stay away from me it's like it's like the boogeyman you know
1: sit i don't even sit down i no, neither do i i like hide from them they probably think i'm the weirdest person ever because people see me at clinic all the time and I get messages after the fact and they're like, Oh, I saw you today and I'm like, Oh you should have said hi but was it really? But, an but at the same time to but you're hi? really gonna, gonna say hi to someone? Yeah. I, was pacing. I
0: once I once was doing a PFT at my at the clinic and I coughed, right? I, I obviously coughed during a PFT and mm-hmm. someone like slid into my DMs and goes, Are you here doing a PFT right now? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> who the hell are you? And how would you know that? And she's like, "Oh, I listened to your podcast, and I heard you cough on the podcast. And his cough coming into the room next to me it sounds a lot like your cough." I'm like, "What is going on right now?" It's like a Twilight. Oh, zone. That's weird. It was really yeah. weird. It was, re- but it's awesome yeah. that we have listeners like that, right? So no, it, I is it. really, but it's really kind different. of a funny thing. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm here." And she's like, oh, "Then we started talking about like you know the clinic visit and how each other were doing." And I always say that when you talk to somebody with here for the first time, it's like all of a sudden you've known. Oh, well, not all of a sudden, but you it feels like you've known that person. For seven oh, years. So for like seven years mm-hmm. into a decade. It feels like you've known that person for your entire life. Exactly. Right? It's exactly. all of a sudden you just jump into it and you're like, oh, that person has gone through everything that I've gone through just in mm-hmm. a different way.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. Even when like Tiff and I connected, I feel like it was like we gave each other the basics of our lives and kind of where we were at. And then it just felt like we knew each other our, for our whole lives, you we, know? We were the same I think person. a lot of – it's true though. We kind of are. For multiple things your obsession with taylor is different than, than mine but well, that's probably off. the only difference we have um <laughs> <laughs> um but like most of the people that i've became friends with through social media that have cf i feel like you instantly connect with them and you're on the same page and you feel like you've known them for a majority of your life which is just a really cool thing
0: and, and the, so. the other interesting side part about this is that you know, your your non CF friends also are people that don't have internet friends, right?
2: If you like, yeah.
0: like the only like you it's it's okay for us to have internet friends because those are right. other people with CF right. that we're talking to. Like right. we it's it's a very weird thing to be there talking to somebody that you've never actually met. Like the three of us have yeah. never actually met in person, yet here we are talking about CF in very intimate ways. You know, I that it's it's a very different thing to tell somebody about that. You know, there's definitely a little bit of a taboo. You know, you're like you're talking to someone you don't know, you feel like you're going to get catfished, but at the same time, you know, it, you're, you're creating these really deep, intimate relationships with people that you, I guess on the other end of the internet hope, are telling the truth, because that's how relationships and stuff are, are formed. But, I, you know, it's it definitely is a very strong sense of release in the fact that there are people, I don't want to say it's like a different life, but there are people out there that you can reach out to Uh, to to really, you know, share the burden with.
1: Right. And I think I realized how unique it was to have these, like, online friends that most people really don't have. When, like, my boyfriend was asking me, like, oh, who are your best friends and things like that? And I was telling him about TIFF, and he was like, oh, like, where did you meet? Like, where did you physically meet? And I'm like, oh, we met on Instagram. And he was like, Uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? But he didn't understand, like, the cross-infection and things like that at that point, so... Then I explained all that, and he's like, okay, this makes sense. So now all of my online friends, he's like, you know, they're the same as my normal friends. But, yeah, just yeah it's just 3,000 miles
0: away. It's definitely a very <laughs> – yeah. I mean, it's interesting you bring it up with, like, your boyfriend, right? Because your significant other obviously wants to meet your friends and, you know, sort of be right. involved in your life and things like that. So my girlfriend, you know, I'll, as soon as she figured out that I had all these, you know, CF friends and my, my internet friends or whatever – you know, she feels like she she probably wants to meet them and get to know them, and you know, to this point mm-hmm. now, she like she now also talks to other people with CF on the internet, which is a really cool thing for her to do. It is cool because yeah. it's like it's, it's a way for her to learn about it, but at the same time, it it's like okay, now she kind of has internet friends, also. You know, it's mm-hmm. because it, yeah. it's all like one, I know, like, <clears throat> like one big happy family. I guess cliche, but it's you know, <laughs> it's all encompassing of what part of parts of my life are
1: right well we love it yeah i love your girlfriend she's absolutely awesome <laughs>
0: she she claims I think
1: she's a good fit for you okay thanks yes.
0: she claims she <laughs> claims she claims, to, she claims to be the, the podcast's biggest fan so i hope you yeah. know i think
1: uh, she might be she, she honestly she loves yeah she sisters. helps me decide what uh what clips to you know share every week on the instagram oh my yeah God. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well... Just from what on. you tell me her favorite We're gonna person, move on you know? from that. Right. Um, um,
1: right, I think one question I have for both of you just like from just seeing how this compares to me but like, do you... Did you have CF friends growing up or was it really like when it became a big thing on social media that you started having these types of friends?
2: Uh, I had friends. I still have them. They live around here. Uh, when we went to the Great Stride Walks, I would see them all the time and then when I was born uh and went to cf clinic my mom met another cf mom which is my mm-hmm. friend so we would be together a lot outside clinic mm-hmm. and this was so it was fine i guess I, we were both healthy but mm-hmm. at that at that point i was what 1989 was back in the day so i had back friends back the then <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> i'm a
0: little old
2: uh but i had friends back then and mm. then now it's more like the six feet thing all that stuff i see people at the great stride walks and you know we have to wear the shirt or mm. something that shows that we have cf so we don't do the cross-contamination so you can say hi to them and whatnot we're just not close quarters right and right
0: it. yeah you know I, I'm, it's definitely similar to Tiffany in the, in the sense that uh, you know I and actually I ne- I've never actually been to a Great Strides walk. I, you know I, we never oh. did the CFF thing growing up because we we obviously have right. our own thing I going know. on. I know. But yeah, yeah I totally so so I, so I never <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never experienced one of those things. But uh, you know at our own events we uh, you know we 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 do sig- we signal out the the CF patients. You know we definitely mm-hmm. we I mean you have to you have to ultimately label who is at an event and you know I. We have to get away from you know getting away from labels. We can talk about that another day. But you know, it, it, in in the, the the confines of an event or a fundraiser, it's very important to to single out who a, a CF patient is. And you know, at at our events, I definitely you know create relationships with people over the years just away from social media because the, you know we have a person with CF on our young professional's board. I obviously work with Jerry Cahill, you know, so I do know patients that way. And then I also actually have. Family friends who, uh, and, and within the family, there's there's two sisters who have CF, um, so so I, I've known them in person, and and when we are around each other in person, maximum precautions are always taken, especially at our events. You know, we we do stay away from each other as best as we can, and we always make sure that we have hand sanitizer and when I'm around Jerry Cahill because he's post transplant, I'm always masked up. You know, because I'm more of the risk to him than he is to me at that point. But you know, yeah. there, there are situations where Um, you know, I I am around CF patients just by the nature of my job, I guess, but I always do take maximum, maximum precautions because what I always say, and you guys may or may not agree, is that, you know, I, I, I know how I take care of myself. I don't know how someone else takes care of himself or herself, Right. right? Like I can control my CF to an extent. I can't get out there and, you know like just 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 take for granted how well somebody may take care of themselves they may and they may say that they do a great job taking care of themselves you know they may say they culture a, you know x y or z as far as bacteria goes but i can't trust that person 110 percent because ultimately their decisions in in meeting each other will impact my life in the sense that cross-infection is such a real real significant issue in the cf world
2: it's kind of like risk or reward kind of thing. Like, what do you want to risk it and meet, like, be close together, or and risk your health? Or you yeah, know, I mean, it's it's if,
0: really it's it's like it's really the ultimate risk. And yeah, I you know I I always bring up this example, and and it it really pains me that it is the example. But it was like the Fault in <laughs> Our Stars couple last year, right? Those two kids right. that that met on the internet, they got married, and they ended up yeah culturing this patient together and it ended up you know it ended up they needed to go through a transplant and they both unfortunately didn't make it and like that's the real danger of i think you know meeting someone on the internet and creating a deep deep personal relationship with it because then all of a sudden you're going to start pushing out the rest of the world right this that's like the negative side to to having these the cf friends because you know when you, when you meet somebody who is like living the exact same life that you are in a lot of ways you're all, you're really quickly going to create a connection you're gonna create a connection so quickly and it's gonna be so deep and it's gonna be so great. But if it keeps going, you're gonna start pushing away the rest of your friends just like you know like you know, I'm sure you guys have a you know a really close friend who got a boyfriend one day and then all of a sudden they left the friend group. Or, like, like in my case, I have, like, a couple buddies that, like, I was really close with for a long time. (laughs) They get the girlfriend, and then, you know, you see them every once in a while. You know, you don't see them as much as you you used to. It's the same thing in CF, you know, you get two people with CF that become really great friends on the Internet, then all of a sudden they become each other's world, and that's a very dangerous thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, then you kind of get consumed in it, you know, and... I don't know, those cross-infections are real. I know, like, growing up i had some friends with cf and it was only because like we went to school together or we had other friends that you know overlapped and we all have the same infections at this point because we were around each other without knowing that we couldn't be around each other mm-hmm. you know so yeah. there's definitely a and, risk and there.
0: the science is behind it right like i right. you know i i know people feel differently about it and the cross infection thing is Something, you know, I don't know, people like love to argue it or like just not believe in it, I guess. But for me, it's definitely something that's very real. I you know, mean, my, my job depends on my ability to, you know, be healthy and get out there and and do things. And if somebody's going to, and, and really my livelihood and my life just depends on those 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 parts of my life, you know, I I can't take the risk in, in, in sort of just coming across another patient who I have no idea. He takes care of himself. You know, we actually had a situation like that at one of our events within the past couple of years. A patient showed up that we had no idea was going to be coming to the event. And she you know, she came up to me and, like, introduced herself. He's like, you know, hey, I'm so-and-so. I actually have CF. And I was like, who the hell are you? You know, I I, like, I didn't know right. you were going to be here. I have no idea who you are. Like, it's nice to meet you, but I'm sorry. We, we can't be doing this right now.
1: Right. Right. It's a scary situation when when you're like that. I think... I never realized how many people around me actually have it until mm-hmm. I was more connected on social media and, you know, could see the different people in my state that had CF and now I'm out all the time and I'll see them from afar and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how many times did this actually happen prior to me realizing who has CF and who doesn't? You know?
0: That's like, uh, that's so, the other side of it though, Like right? like
1: You can't live in a bubble either. Exactly.
0: You can't live in a bubble, bubble, but so, you, but I think you can take precautions like when you when you know what's going on when you don't know what's mm-hmm. going on you know you gotta just be a vigilant person you know but right. you, you don't th- you don't take the risk when you know that there's a risk involved yeah exactly
2: i knew yeah. in my town growing up no one else had cf there was probably a couple towns over that had cf so i was pretty protected during school but
0: the same way for me
2: and everything so that was good. It was different for me because yeah, for Maryland, yeah. I feel like there's so many people. with CF. Yeah. there's
1: a lot. Or at least we all tend to hang out at the same places. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: that makes sense, right? <laughs> like <laughs> you're concentrating I went around into the hospital. A bar.
1: It's it's yeah. so weird. I went That's into true. a bar one um, weekend and I ran into three people with CF within like walking onto the first floor of it. And That's was like, unbelievable. Okay, time to leave. I
0: um, <laughs> it, it, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it it was weird, but um. Yeah, like, growing up, when I, the first school that I went to for preschool and elementary school, um, there was a girl there that actually had it, she was friends with my sister, and, you know, we were around each other, and it was totally cool, like, there wasn't a precaution for that, and then I changed schools and went to Catholic school, and there was a girl a year younger than me that had it there, too, oh, and, wow,
0: That's yeah, amazing. it
1: was, there, every wow. school I went to, there was someone, and then the high school I ended up going to, by that point, I knew most of the people in the area that had it and we all kind of picked where we were going to go. And that was kind of our school. You know what I mean? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it's sad that you take ownership like that. But at that point we had learned the cross infection was too risky and we didn't want to give anything to each other that the other people might not have. So
0: oh, that's yeah. pretty wild. I, that is like, yeah. that's an unbelievable little occurrence. I, I see. I never, I, I mean, not that I know of at least I, I've never really run into somebody with CF unknowingly other than the little anecdote I just told, but I've never really had that feeling before.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I have it a lot. Like I was at Target two weeks ago. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the same aisle. Cash, oh, at Target. oh my gosh, I didn't know that other people you have come to this Target. I might have to see Target.
2: <laughs> where's this? Where's the hand sanitizer? Where's the mask? And it has Because I
1: love all these people. They're such great people. I would love to hang out with them. I have so yeah. much in common with all of them, but yeah. you can't risk it you know yeah. so that's it's definitely the
0: negative side of things right like it is it's very hard i, I mean it, it's hard to feel like you know somebody so well but you can never like shake hands or hu- hug that person right you can never yeah. like hug the person that, like obviously let's say like i'm going through a really bad day and i need a hug tiffany i need that hug so bad Come there, on, it, there it is there the it is the, the virtual I mean, hug I'm sure right
1: smartphones will do it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's one of those things where like it's a very weird thing that that has been created. Well, not really it created, is, but just want a weird thing that we have to live with.
1: Right. I mean, and I think I didn't realize how painful it was until she went through transplant, because leading up to transplant, I mean, she was really sick. And I had been through periods of time where I was as sick as she was, but for how long she was that sick, you know, it was hard to not be able to be but there with her and there, yeah. just, like, have a chill... Mm-hmm day so she wasn't alone you know what i mean well you um,
2: facetimed so that helped a lot, right like we would just oh, have yeah, there you go. Would Te- just
0: technology helps and things like that for sure
2: right but when she
1: went through the actual transplant i couldn't talk to her mm-hmm. you know what i mean like for the first week or two i think i facetimed with you after about a week you, you yeah, can't really couldn't really say
2: much You couldn't <laughs> speak yeah, it was, was basically mouth. me talking hey. the
1: whole time after I had a meltdown and, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was just interesting because that was the one time where I knew she needed me and I couldn't be there. And it was so hard to watch that from afar and want to help from afar but not be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was just one of the weirdest feelings I've ever had, and it absolutely killed me.
0: Uh, no, yeah, you're you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I uh, just – 2010, because – I guess it's not really funny, but you know, you know. Looking today, actually, a, a friend of mine with CF called me, and she was like, "Donner, you know, I'm I have not gotten there's something that smells a pick line. She's like, I haven't gotten a pick line in so in, in however many years, and I, had, I the last time I did it, I had she had a horrible experience, you know, trying to find the vein or accessing your arm or yeah, whatever. It's traumatic. She's, like, she's like, I'm having like a ton of anxiety about this. She's like, "What should I do?" And I was like, "You know, you just gotta have to go through it." And we you know, we talked it out for a little bit. And what well, I thought I was gonna make a you know a thirty second phone call of me giving some advice, all of a sudden it turned into a ten minute you know phone phone call of us exchanging pick line stories. It was it was definitely a very you know freeing moment for her as as well as it was for me. But like you said, we couldn't be there for for each other in that moment. Obviously, she's not feeling well because she's going to get a IVs done. But right. you, you know, you want to feel like you're there for that person and. Similar to you FaceTiming, intubated Tiffany. You know, yeah. you, you're, you know, you can only you know do so much at one time.
2: Right, and, and they're just writing made... on the white whiteboard. <laughs> well, oh, that whiteboard. Oh, oh. that was oh. my communication. Uh, <laughs> it was at least I had that. It worked very yeah. well. Um, but she made that video that you were in for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and that helped so much. I was in tears. And that was the whole, well, like, the CF community coming together mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. supporting me. And I needed that at that point. I knew you did, because, like, that
1: was the point where it was just the recovery was so much harder for you because of what your specific case and everything that you had went through. Yeah. And I know that you you weren't expecting it, you know, like, you were expecting it to be hard, I think, but I don't think you were, we're expecting it hard. to be <laughs> as difficult as it was and having to get Reintubated multiple times and yeah. it was just killing me not being able to be there and I'm like you know I think she just needs to know that she has people there for her cheering her on and mm-hmm. that's when I was like okay I'm just gonna reach out reach to out. as many CFers as I know or I want to get to know or <clears throat> whatever and see who
2: actually wants to be a part of this and that was cool because yeah. we use social media mm-hmm. our relationships through that in order to show support in it it helped me so much. I, I was in tears.
0: So and I like
2: that someone showed it to you before I even sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> it was because well, I was on my phone and I saw a notification.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are talking about the the Tiff Got lungs video, right? Just so it, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Right, to I'll, clarify, yes, I'll add I'll add a link to that in the okay. the podcast right now yeah, so for people to get
2: some tissues. Right. <laughs> get <laughs> yeah, some tissues. and I had.
0: I
1: had one of um, my good friends with CF. She actually helped me make it because I was reaching out to so many people, and she's like, You know, I'm really good at making videos. So if you she's want good to make videos, why isn't
0: she an intern for our podcast? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you, think might, I, you think uh, I have any idea what I'm doing here? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You do a good job. No, she's so good at this kind of stuff. So um, she helped me a lot with all of that. And, you know, it was cool how the CF community helped me while. Tiff was going through that too because I didn't realize how emotional I was going to be during that process, and it was nothing compared to what Tiff had to go through, you know. But it gave me an interesting perspective of what it's like to be kind of like the people in our support system. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, like yeah, you know, I, there there are there's it's a very weird moment or a very weird feeling. To not being the person who's in the hospital bed, right? Like, right, yeah. you you want to you want to take the burden on yourself, but there are times when other people you know need support as well. And right. I think having you know friendships with other people who have CF that that gives you the I don't I don't want to say the opportunity to be on both sides of the you know the, the aisle here, but it definitely shows you that you are capable of doing that as well.
1: Mhm. Yeah. made me realize i prefer to be the one going through it
0: oh definitely <laughs> you know? i hate seeing my friends i handle it sick. a lot
1: better <laughs> you know i
0: hate being, i i'm I so much better when i'm in when i'm the one that's not feeling well if one of my friends is not feeling well or family member mm-hmm. or whatever Ooh. if that person's the one that's like sick and and down for the count you now that is very heartbreaking Cause... for me because i know at least how to go through it
2: right we can with, handle with it experience. we know we can handle yeah. it we do
0: which is a weird thing. It's a really horrible it thing, but thing. it is a yeah. weird. Thing. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. No, I you de- it's definitely a, a weird experience and I think what you know, cer- certainly needs to be talked about here is that when you do make friendships with people who have CF, you know, over the years you do lose people, right? You know, I've mm-hmm. you yeah. know, I I definitely connected with people with CF over the years and it really started for me when I was probably I think I was a junior in high school and ESPN did their their st- like a story on me. Playing football, mm-hmm. and right after that, I got like a thousand friend requests, and you you're know, so popular, <laughs> so. yeah. But just like you <laughs> saying, you're a good match on, on Tinder, you know. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, no, I, I got all these friend requests because you know, I guess people see if just wanted to reach out to me, and they, they realized that I, they, I was their age, stuff like that. And back then, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll accept all these people that I just had no idea were even out there. And from like some of the friendships and, and relationships that I started to create. From a from a junior in high school, you know I I don't think I ever realized you know what the severity of CF was at that point in time, right? As mm-hmm. as I went on and I got older, I started to see the people that I connect with at that point started to get very very sick, and I started people started to see people get transplants, and I started to see people, you know, ultimately pass away. Unfortunately, and it was very it's been a very eye opening experience for me because you you know you you really are losing people in your life at a far more rapid pace. Than anyone else that you know without CF, you know, for the most right. part, at least, you know, you you are putting yourself out there with people who are going through a really hard time, and some people just ultimately do lose the battle eventually, and you see that, and and it's you know it's very, <laughs> I, I will say it doesn't get any easier ever, right? Like it never, no, it never gets any easier when to see that happen.
1: And I I think that a lot of the relationships that we build with other people that have CF and those friendships, sometimes they're stronger than the friendships. <clears throat> that we have in real life, right. you know because these people are going through the same things as us and we can emotionally connect with them on a deeper level and when you're rapidly losing a lot of people to cF it can it can be emotionally tolling on you as a person yeah, definitely. I, I know do, over the I... past couple of weeks I've been having a hard time with yeah, it me too. and it's not even necessarily people that I've been super close with that have passed away but there's been a, a good Amount of people that have, and mm-hmm. you know, I've known them on some type of level, and it's just—it's very eye-opening.
0: It's, I, you know? I think it's—I think it's really hard, like, not to put yourself in that kind of situation. You know, you're sort of like, right. oh my god, like I could be going through that myself as well. And then mm-hmm. you know, you sort of have to come to grips with that in, in some weird way, which is why I think, you know, talking it out with other people who have CF is such an important thing. But I also think that the emotional health side of CF is becoming more and more important because people are not only dealing with their own mm-hmm. illness a lot of time people are also dealing with you know the illness of their friends and, and seeing their friends getting very very sick which which you know i wouldn't trade good for the world but at the same time it's it definitely takes a, an it, emotional it tax on, on yourself as well it
2: does i find does. myself <clears throat> in tears sometimes reading things on social media about what people are going through mm-hmm. and you <clears> some <throat> on some level you understand what they're going through and then you just get it in your emotions and you can't ham- handle it. You just have to let it out. And right. it's it's difficult. And I think, like, in all of our positions, at least, like,
1: we're kind of out there on social media. We get a lot of questions from people in our inboxes and through, you know, different sources like email and stuff like that. <clears throat> and you have so many people trusting you with so much important information about themselves and really opening up. And you... Become close with them, and sometimes just the amount of messages that you get and trying to help as many people as you can. I mean, that can be emotionally draining too because you're trying to keep yourself health, healthy, you're trying to help them, mm-hmm. and it can be a lot,
0: you I, know? Yeah, definitely. It, it definitely is. And I was actually talking about this with my dad, I, like, probably a week or two ago. And mm-hmm. we were talking about it, and I was saying how, you know, a lot of people would here rejecting me and stuff like that. And, and they, they love telling me about their lives, which is, I love hearing it. Right. And, and and he was like and he said something. He said something to the effect of like, Yeah, you know why? It's because your story gunner is out there. It's been out there for however many mm-hmm. years since you were in Sports Illustrated. You know, other people right. wanna have their voices heard too. And and I do think that's one thing that, you know, we we do have the, the the ability to do in the positions that we are in as, you know, I guess social media advocates or whatever, you know, we can put other people's stories out there and you know that that's a main part of our our mission at BEF is giving a voice to every single person with cystic fibrosis in the community whether or not i personally agree with their their voice or you know mm-hmm. some of the ways they right. may live their lifestyles they do have the opportunity to have their voice heard and they should absolutely put it out there and i that's why i do love hearing from people with CF all the time and you know some people have it out for me for whatever reason it's okay and other people you know love to you know just talk about They love to just shoot the shit with me you know it's like they love Mm -hmm. to just talk about you know you know just things that are CF either related or not right right and that's basically where the friendships are born right yeah it
2: is
1: it's it's actually really cool yeah I mean you can have someone that you've never even spoken to and then they can reach out to you about i don't know like me with my lung bleeds and all my hemoptysis. you know get a lot of messages about that you know they can reach out to you about something like that and you can try to help them and then you end up becoming really good friends from it yeah with you trans know i think i got a whole bunch oh, i can't even Oh yeah, yeah so you're looking your at you're looking at an
0: entirely different world tiffany because you have like right yeah. like an entirely different disease that you're dealing with now
2: yeah <laughs> exactly so just having people tell me their stories oh i'm two years out oh i'm five years out. Oh, I just got it done a month ago. It helps to talk to them and get their story and then you can share experiences. Mm -hmm. It's also very inspiring. Yeah, exactly. And I think you
1: can learn a lot from each other too. Uh You know, it's cool to have these people reach out to you and you try to help them, but then they end up helping you in the long run too, Uh because they can teach you something new that you might have not known about. Oh, totally. So Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think
1: that's a cool thing with the relationships.
0: You know, I definitely, I definitely agree that. And I, I think sort of to wrap this podcast up, you know, the, the bottom line here is that there are people out there going through the same thing that you're going through, you know, in one way or another. It's very similar. And, you know, CF, very, you know, we always say that CF is a very different disease for everyone, which it is, but mm-hmm. the bread and butter of it is very similar, right? You know, you're right. You're dealing with respiratory issues you either can't breathe or you can it's like there's no gray area there right no, you can either, definitely either really <laughs> isn't. you can either take the deep breath or you can't right, right. or like you either sit on the toilet for 30 minutes trying to squeeze it out or you or just or or you're not you know and it comes down to those enzymes right it, you know so everyone yeah. with with CF understands what you're talking about and those are the people that really get the struggle right right and I think, I think you know, developing these relationships ultimately in the end just shows you that you you aren't alone, you know, dealing with, with this disease.
1: Mm-hmm. You definitely aren't. There's are so many people out there that can help you, you know? Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So with that, uh, we're going to wrap up today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to continue to listen to us, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. If you do, like, share, review, very, very important. We're going to have a giveaway coming up, all right? So make sure you can continue to listen to us about that. But it's important to be uh, following us, subscribing to us, if you want to be involved in that. Uh, You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also – and if you want to get in touch with us, like, you know, that's what we've been talking about today. (laughs) You can. Like, Twitter's the best way. Through our Facebook pages, you can do that. Instagram. Obviously, the Salty Sisters are huge on Instagram. They're the Instagram famous part of this whole thing. So, why don't you tell them how to do that?
2: Okay, you can uh, follow us at Salty Sisters, and we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can email us at salty sisters at gmail.com and C Y S T E R S for sisters.
0: A very punny way of spelling sisters. And if you want to get in touch yeah. with me, it's Gunner's blog. At asiacin.org. I saw my name G U N N A R. So it's Gunner's blog at asiacin.org. And I think that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.